if you have known me for any length of time, maybe you've just been following me since we started the podcast, or maybe you've known me from even before the podcast. In any case, if you know me even for a couple of weeks, you will know that passing on a legacy that's better than the one that we inherited and being the agent of change, the agent of intergenerational healing is really my life's mission. That has always, always been the thing that is my guiding star. It's my North Star, if you will, right? That's the thing that keeps me up at night. That's the reason that I did all the healing work on myself. Really, if it was just for me, I don't know that I would have done it. I don't know. Welcome to Wiseish. On this show, we combine modern neuroscience with ancient wisdom so you can master your emotions, heal your relationships, and pass on a legacy that you're proud of. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita. I'm a Harvard-trained physician and a double board certified psychiatrist. And my passion is to teach you the tools that help me create the life of my dreams. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my dear one. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. I am so excited to talk to you today. Every week I'm excited to talk to you, but today is really, really special day because I have a big, juicy, beautiful announcement to make. I really do believe that life is a series of sort of transformations and becomings, right? And as you become more of who you are, you let go of the parts that are not in alignment with this newer version of you, this expanded version of you. And that sort of metamorphosis is happening to me right now. And it will be reflected soon in the podcast. All this to say, the podcast is going to be go undergoing a, a little directional shift, actually an upgrade, because it will be more me, right? And whenever something is more authentically our own voice, there's more power in that. There's more conviction in that. There's more impact in that. So I'm really excited for what's to come. But to give you guys a little bit of a preview, if you have known me for any length of time, maybe you've just been following me since we started the podcast, or maybe you've known me from even before the podcast. In any case, if you know me even for a couple of weeks, you will know that passing on a legacy that's better than the one that we inherited and being the agent of change the agent of intergenerational healing is really my life's mission. That has always, always been the thing that is my guiding star. It's my North Star, if you will, right? That's the thing that keeps me up at night. That's the reason that I did all the healing work on myself. Really, if it was just for me, 
I don't know that I would have done it. I don't know. Back then, if I had that uh, sense of self and sense of self-worth to heal just for uh, myself. Now, I have that capacity. But back then, I really didn't. And so, the impetus for me to take on this healing journey was the impending arrival of my child, of my daughter, right? Um, this was many years ago, even before she was, you know, an actuality. But when I knew for sure that I'm going to become a parent, in the next few years, I'm going to become a parent, the sense of urgency that I felt to truly heal, not just survive, not just go through the motions of the day, not just function, but actually heal from the inside out. Because I know that there is no legacy that I can pass on to my children that's separate from my life that I've lived, right? I might be able to give her a great education or give her financial stability, but none of that is going to compensate for her having watched me compromise my own sense of self or not have the courage to go all in on taking care of myself from the inside out, doing the hard work, right? I cannot shirk that and hope to pass on a legacy of healing. I say that because many of my clients will say in the beginning of our work, they will say, well, I have to tolerate this situation and it just has to be because I'm doing it for my children. And what I want to say to that is your children are not picking up the reasons for which you are compromising yourself and using that to fortify themselves. They are literally absorbing the way to do life, the way to honor yourself or compromise yourself, the way to um, abandon your sense of worth or value from actually watching you, not from the things you say, but from how you live. And so there is nothing more powerful than your life as your legacy. And that was the impetus that actually got me started on the healing journey. And as you know, that's something that is a, a sort of a golden thread throughout all of my work and incarnations <laughs> over the last few years, as I have grown more and more into claiming who I am, owning all of it, right? And this this incarnation that is around the corner, for which I am so excited and waiting with trembling wings to jump off the cliff and take off, is just a way of underlining that focus. It's of amplifying that, it's of owning that, it's of honoring that, and removing everything else. So, we are going to be soon called Your Brain on Trauma podcast. And our new website is going to be thetraumacoach.com. Pretty simple, direct, to the point, 
no frills, no uh, buts, ifs, no qualifiers, simple as it sounds, which is how often truth is, right? Truth is just what it is. It's simple. It's right there. It's direct. And that is going to be the mode in which I want to operate in the coming years. So your brain on trauma. <laughs> I cannot love that title more. You know, I spent days and days looking for the right title. And um, some of the titles, people around me, people that I really love and look up to and respect would, would just be thrilled by, but something just wouldn't sit fully right with me. And when I thought of this name, Your Brain on Trauma, it was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's exactly what I have come to realize, that there is parts of our brain, of our mind, of our psyche, that have been clouded by the effects of trauma. And by the way, when I say trauma, it may be a single cataclysmic event, a car accident, loss of someone near and dear to you, sexual assault or rape, right? It may be a single huge event. It could be natural disasters, right? Being in a path of um, war or famine or the tsunami or a flood. But it could also be the enduring effects of long-term daily sense of not fitting in, not feeling safe, not feeling seen, not feeling valued and loved for exactly who you are as you're growing up. And that sort of relational, enduring, day in and day out sense of not feeling real enough to those adults around you is called complex trauma. All of these fit under the definition of trauma because the body and the mind doesn't separate its reactions and the core negative beliefs it takes on to survive those traumas. It doesn't separate it based on whether it was a natural disaster, whether it was one huge cataclysmic event, or whether it was complex PTSD. The sense of terror, of feeling unable to trust your own thoughts, feelings, sensations, unable to hold on to a sense of self-worth, and in adulthood, showing up as feeling easily triggered, overwhelmed, shut down, roller coaster emotions and relationships, feeling of there's something wrong with me, or I don't quite fit in, or I'm bad, or I'm going to get found out, I'm an imposter. Those feelings, sensations, and thoughts and beliefs are similar and equally devastating no matter what kind of trauma you may have experienced. The other thing I want to say is there is this dialect, this push and pull with the word trauma, right? On the one hand, it's been so overused that it's become almost a cliche. 
But on the other hand, we still have a sort of、um, bias about it, a disdain for it, a wanting to not identify with it. And I think some of that comes from this toxic positivity, thought work. You can think better and do better. Culture that we live in, and so it feels like we are being too victimy, quote unquote. If we even acknowledge that there are parts of us that feels hard to be with, right? Even acknowledging that, we fear. Would cast us as someone who isn't grateful for all the things that we do have, and so this push and pull between everything being triggering versus, on the other hand, you need to be grateful and think better thoughts. The push and pull between those two things for trauma survivors, whether it's a big T or a small T. Or a series of small T's, even right for trauma survivors, this push and pull puts us in this awkward spot of just feeling worse than what we already do. It induces more shame, right? If everybody else is able to do CBT and you know use discipline, and I can't, what's wrong with me? And so we shut down even further, or we posture and pretend even more. To put up a polished image, it doesn't contribute to healing. It contributes to isolation and shame, and a sense of hopelessness and guilt. So, I want to just honor and and notice that that word comes with a lot of baggage. <laughs> And I want to offer to you here that what we are going to be learning is simply the effect on the brain and the nervous system, including the body, because your nervous system is not just in your brain; it goes through your entire body. So, if trauma is carried in the nervous system, that includes the brain and your entire body. If we are To heal that, we first have to recognize that some events, whether we even remember them or not, have created a constellation of behaviors that we have picked up along the way to protect our soft, vulnerable parts. That's how we survived. So, if you tend to procrastinate, if you tend to snap at people. If you tend to become hyper vigilant and suspicious, if you tend to become anxious and people please, if you tend to be a perfectionist, if you tend to shut down and space out on social media, if you tend to use food or shopping or work as a way to distract and self soothe, all of these things are not bad. They are all. Protective mechanisms that we picked up along the way that actually helped us survive. So this space here with me, it is free of blame. It's free of pathologizing. There's nothing wrong with you. 
it's free of these superficial think different thoughts sort of maxims. And instead, it's a space of curiosity. It's a space of safety. It's a space where you will be held tenderly, sacredly, as you begin unraveling and gently, gently honoring and letting go of these protective parts. And I will help you and hopefully be your mentor. If you will have me, I will be your mentor along the way as we do this work together. I am also a survivor and I will be doing this work until my last breath. And I hope you'll join me for the journey because there is so much pleasure and vitality and aliveness and wholeness and a lightness and connectedness and compassion and clarity and most of all courage on the other side. I've seen peaks of that other side. I'm finding myself more and more on the other side. Not always, but a little bit more often than I used to. And I'd like to show you what that feels like. So I hope you'll join me for this journey of a lifetime. All parts of you are worthy, are good. There is no bad parts of you. Even the parts of you that does things or did things that you regret, even those parts were trying to protect you in their own way. And we're going to approach this healing with so much self-respect and tenderness because if we can't approach our own healing with that energy, we're not going to be able to give that energy to anyone around us, including our children. So my friend, I hope you're as excited as I am for the future of this podcast. We're going to be talking neuroscience. We're going to be talking all kinds of healing modalities, body work, tools. Just, I can't even tell you the treasure trove that I have waiting for you. So I look forward to seeing you next week with episode number one of our new podcast. It will blow your mind. So please spread the word. Trauma is actually more common than not. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is more common than not. So even for those of you who may not remember any particular event or events, if you recognize yourself in the symptoms, in the reactions, in the projections, in the struggle, then I urge you to come, listen, be in the safe space, unpack, and see if you can find some lightness. I promise you there is a gift here waiting for you. With that, I look forward to seeing you next week. I love you to the moon and back. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I hope that you enjoyed the show and that you're leaving with some great takeaways and maybe even some breakthroughs. If you're ready to master these tools and apply them to your life, come join us in Mastery. It's our monthly membership program where we help you customize these tools to your life 
Plus, we coach you and support you along the way. You can get all the details at bit.ly forward slash masters of fate. That's one word, no space, masters of fate. bit.ly forward slash masters of fate. The link is in the show notes. I hope to see you there.